if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Well, hello there. Welcome to our Natural Super Kids podcast. And this episode is the first in a series about gut health. Now, we talk about gut health on the podcast a lot. We've done previous episodes about gut health because it is so important for our kids. So I wanted to to revisit gut health. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about when it comes to kids' health because as you'll hear from this episode, our kids' gut health has such an impact on the rest of their health and well-being. And that is what we're going to be talking about today, why your child's gut health is so important. We hear about, about gut health, you know, it's a bit of a buzzword, it has been for the last couple of years, um, but it is so super important. And there's so much information out there about gut health, and it can be really tricky to know where to start. So I want to start with this episode by talking about why it's so important. Um, And this is important because it then gives you that reason as to why you're putting the focus and the attention into your child's gut, which, by the way, you know, we all should be doing. And I think you'll get a grasp of that over the next few episodes on the Natural Super Kids podcast. So gut health really is the foundation of health and well-being for everyone, for kids and adults. 
If digestion isn't working as well as it should or could, then every other system of the body is affected. But if digestive issues are addressed, this can have a positive flow-on effect on your kid's mood, their immunity, their behavior, their eating preferences, and so much more. So let's have a look at the six areas um, as to why gut health is so important for kids and for adults as well. This is totally translatable um, for adults too. So the first one is absorption. You know, the gut is where we absorb our nutrients from the food that we eat. So no matter, you know, how good the quality of food you are putting into your child's body or your body, the health of a person's gut will determine how much of the goodness from that food is absorbed or not absorbed. So, you know, you could be feeding your kids the most nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense diet possible, but if their gut health isn't up to scratch, they might not actually be getting those nutrients in to their bloodstream. And this is, a, you know, iron is a really good example of this. Iron deficiency is really common in both kids and women. And there can be a wide range of reasons for this, but an, an often overlooked part of iron deficiency is the absorbability of iron within the gut. Any sort of inflammation in the gut can really affect um, absorption of iron and other nutrients. So iron is just one example. And, you know, our kids have a higher need for nutrients because of all of the growth and development that's going on for them during that, that period of childhood. So yes, this is important for kids and adults, but it's especially important for kids because of that higher need of nutrients. The other, you know, pretty um, clear part of, of gut health and why it's so important is elimination. So the gut is where we eliminate things that the body doesn't need. And the body sends waste out through the bowel um, as well as, you know, multiple other areas. But it's one of our major sources of elimination. And if the gut isn't working optimally, um, optimally, <laughs> you will reabsorb the waste back into the body. And this happens, you know, commonly with constipation or slow bowel movements. And so that, to that those toxins and wastes can be reabsorbed back into the, the bloodstream. And so our body has to process all of that again. So we want that elimination channel, that major elimination channel, which is through the gut and the digestive system to be working as effectively as possible. You know, our kids are exposed these days to more toxins and chemicals than they ever have been before through their food, through the environment. And so we want to make sure that the things that they don't need um, are being eliminated effectively. So that is the second reason that gut health is so important when it comes to our kids' overall well-being. Now, the, the next area I want to talk about is appetite and food preferences. If kids come to see me for low appetite, overeating, cravings for sugary, carby, starchy types of foods, the first thing I do is look at their, their gut health and their gut function. So, 
This really relates to fussy and picky eating as well, which is a major challenge for a lot of families, you know, um, that their kids just don't want to eat the healthy foods and that they are gravitating more towards the sweet foods, the packet foods, the processed foods, the carbohydrate-rich, refined carbohydrate-rich foods. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because changes in appetite um, and also the foods that our children prefer are often related to a gut imbalance. So there is often a situation of dysbiosis in fussy and picky eaters. And what dysbiosis means simply is an imbalance in the good and bad bacteria within the digestive system. And this can result from all sorts of factors and reasons um, that the dysbiosis, it can be a result of medications like antibiotics. It can be a result of a poor diet. It's like this perpetuating problem where um, kids are fussy and then they are, they have a poor diet because of that fussiness and it just sort of um, exacerbates this situation of dysbiosis or an imbalance in good and bad bacteria. But what's important to note is that when we have an overgrowth of bad or pathogenic bacteria, our kids will lean towards or crave uh, sweet and carbohydrate-rich foods. And it's this this overgrowth of, of bad bacteria that is causing these cravings. Um, And so getting on top of gut balance, any sort of imbalances that are happening within the gut um, is a big priority when kids are fussy or picky. And it's not often talked about, um, but I've, I've found over the years, time and time again, when we work on a kid's gut health for, you know, say they're having digestive issues and we're working on gut balance and improving digestive function, their appetite often improves and they start to accept a wider variety of foods, not just the carbohydrate, heavy, sugary foods that a lot of picky and fussy eaters do gravitate towards. So if your child is a picky eater, a fussy eater, I would highly you know, recommend looking at their gut health. The bacteria in the gut can also can also alter the signals that the gut sends along the vagus nerve to the brain, which can change taste receptors to prefer those processed and highly refined foods over the whole foods that we want our kids to eat more of. And another little side note in this area of appetite and food preference is that low zinc levels are associated with both leaky gut syndrome, which is really common in kids, fussy eating, and low appetite as well. So when we are thinking about fussy eating, it's really important to address both their zinc levels um, and that will in turn, you know, um, lead to improvements in their gut function and that general work on balancing out the microbiome um, within within the gut for fussy, picky children. So the next area I want to talk about is immunity. So important all the time, Um, but especially, you know, over the last couple of years with the lurking virus, um, the gut is 
a really big part of our immune function. There's a there's a really close relationship between the immune system and the gut. In fact, 70 to 80% of the immune system is located in the gut. So it's no surprise that a healthy microbiome um, plays a key role in protecting us from infections and illness. Um, and, you know, so, it's, and this is particularly true for kids. Now, in my clinical work as a naturopath, um, I often see those kids that are, that are, you know, really sickly. They get sick often. They don't bounce back from sickness very easily. It takes them a long time. They often have had a, a history of high antibiotic use, which we know depletes the gut microbiome. And in these kids, one of the first things I'm always focusing on is building up that healthy bacteria within the gut. It has a huge impact on immunity. So having a healthy gut helps to strengthen immune defenses and reduces the frequency and severity of illnesses. Um, and really interestingly, with COVID, the research has shown um, that the makeup of the gut microbiome can influence the severity um, of, of COVID infection and how our, our immune system responds to COVID. And there's also been some research to suggest that imbalances in bacteria within the gut microbiome may also be implicated in long COVID. In other words, people with an imbalance in their gut are more likely um, to experience those long COVID symptoms and more severe infection with COVID, which is really important. And that's just, you know, one example of how the gut microbiome is um, does affect immunity. And while we're talking about immunity, I also want to talk about allergic tolerance. So allergies are, you know, really, really entwined with the immune system as well. And the gut plays an important role in regulating the immune system. So not just strengthening the immune system and helping us get sick less often, but also regulating the immune system. So the immune system, you know, put really simply is like a seesaw. One side of the immune system defends against infections and the other side is involved in allergy responses. You know, it helps our body decide what do we react to? What do we respond to? And, and um, what do we, do we let go? And a healthy immune system will balance these two sides. So one role of the allergic tolerance side of immunity is, as I said, deciding what's safe and what is a danger. And our kids, when their immune systems are still developing, you know, can get this confused sometimes. And this is why kids have a higher incidence of allergies, both food allergies and environmental allergies than we do as adults. So their immune system is still developing. But working on gut health is one of the best ways that we can help our kids' immune systems develop in a really healthy way and reduce the incidence of allergies. You know, there are specific strains of probiotics that have been shown in the research to help reduce allergies in kids, which is really promising. So a lack of diversity within the gut bacteria has been associated with things like allergies, 
intolerances, um, and also atopic conditions such as eczema and asthma. But when our kids have a healthy, balanced, diverse microbiome, it can help protect them and against allergies and reduce the risk of developing these conditions. So, you know, this is one area that we want to be focusing on if our kids do have allergies, intolerances, or those atopic conditions that I mentioned. Now, another really interesting area of gut health is its impact on mood, behavior, and sleep. I find this area super fascinating. You might have heard me talk about it before, the gut-brain connection. So the gut and the brain are directly connected by a nerve called the vagus nerve. And researchers are discovering new ways that the gut-brain axis is influencing our health. We know that the gut talks to or communicates to the brain and vice versa. Um, And so using the vagus nerve, the bacteria in the gut communicate with the brain. Isn't that super interesting? And mood, behavior, and sleep are all reliant on balanced levels of brain chemicals or neurotransmitters. And these neurotransmitters that regulate mood, behavior, and sleep are produced primarily in the gut by our gut bacteria. So our gut bacteria can produce things like serotonin and GABA, which are really important neurotransmitters when it comes to a healthy mood, um, healthy sleep, and um, behavioral traits within our kids as well. So if you don't produce enough of these chemicals, you're also at higher risk of developing mental health issues such as, as depression and anxiety. Good bacteria have stress-relieving effects. They increase feel-good oxytocin and decrease the stress hormone cortisol. And high cortisol is linked with a higher risk of anxiety and you know, lots of other kind of stress symptoms as well. And really interestingly, it's been found that kids with more diverse microbiomes have more positive behavioral traits. So if you're if you want your child to be happy, calm, well-behaved, um, then gut health is a really great place to start. Uh, and, and, you know, this really links in with sleep as well. Often I find kids that have sleep issues also have gut issues. And when we start to address these gut issues, sleep starts to improve. And this even includes things like restless sleep, you know, grinding teeth in sleep. Um, and this is, this is exactly why gut health is so such a great place to start because it has so many positive influences on our overall kids' health and well-being, as I've said. So just to summarize or to, to list those six areas again, so the absorption of nutrients, the elimination of waste, our kids' appetite and their food preferences, our kids' immune function and their immune regulation or allergy tolerance, as well as our kids' mood, sleep, and behavior are all linked to their gut health. So when we can, you know, address or optimize or improve all of these areas by simply working on their gut, um, I think that that's really exciting. And that's why I love um, kids' gut health so much because it has such a positive influence on so many areas of their well-being, as I've talked about today.
So I hope that gives you an understanding and you can hear how passionate I am about this stuff um, and gives you an understanding as to why, you know, you might want to think about your kid's gut health. Over the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about some of the things within our child's diet and their environment that can be depleting their kids' gut health because there's such a focus on, you know, building up and boosting and improving and healing our kids' gut health. But if they're still exposed to these really common ingredients in their diet and in their environment um, and within their, their lifestyle, then it's sort of like filling and trying to fill up that empty, bu- that, that leaky bucket um, where, you know, the water is still pouring out and we're doing all this work to try and fill it up, but it's not all that effective. So I think it's really important before we move on to how, you know, some of the best ways and, um, you know, really easily accessible ways, easy to implement ways to build up their gut health. We need to look at those things that are depleting our kids' gut health first. So that's what we're going to be covering over the next couple of episodes. I really hope you've enjoyed um, today's episode and we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.